I'm Shanna Hutchison, dietitian, blogger, and mama, born and raised in the heart of the Midwest. I believe that wellness goes way beyond what we eat and that our body size does not determine our worth. I'm passionate about showing other women how to live a life they truly love, one that feels purposeful, that helps them feel their best physically, mentally, and emotionally, and that being a mom can be one of the best things you ever do without it becoming your entire identity. This is a place you can come to hear vulnerable and interesting conversations about health and wellness, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and more. If you want to find freedom with food, learn how to improve your overall well-being, and stop waiting for a number on the scale to start living your best life and go after your goals, then you're in the right place. I'm so excited to learn and grow together. This is the Wellness for the Win podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I just started recording this intro and realized that my mic was off, which means that Rhett was in here once again (laughs) playing with my microphone. Um, Gosh, keeping him out of my office is a full-time job. So anyway, thank you for being here. I'm excited for today's episode per usual. Today, we have another one for my Kansas City people specifically, or for those of you who are not local, but you're looking to visit sometime, or maybe you have family who lives here for whatever reason. Maybe you're in Kansas City often. So listen up. This is for you. You may have also heard my recent episode with my friend Amanda of Namaste in KC, where we talked about all things Kansas City as well, but we focused more so on adult things. So places to eat, you know, places for happy hour with girlfriends, things to do, bachelorette party recommendations and things like that. But today we have Sarah of KC Mom Collective because a lot of my listeners and followers are local to Kansas City and you're also mamas. So I know that we are always looking for fun new activities to do around the city, and I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but I really am truly the worst (laughs) about exploring my own city and getting out to do new things. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. It's just easy to like stay close to what's familiar and easy and all the things, but every once in a while, we need to like venture out and try new stuff for Rhett's sake and for our sake. I know it would be fun and worth it, although now that we're, you know, towing uh Levi around as well and he hates his car seat (laughs) it's a little bit harder to like um you know have these outings and you have to time everything just right with babies and feedings and naps and all the things but that'll get easier I know um but anyway we can always do like little solo outings with Rhett too so it was a good refresher to listen back to this episode while I was editing it and get some ideas of some of the simple and honestly free things that we could check out throughout the rest of these summer months and and things that we can do as we move into fall and winter, which is crazy to think about. Um, It's just July right now at the time that I'm recording this. But um, regardless, there's so much to do in Kansas City. A lot of the activities that we talk about today, like I mentioned, are free or extremely affordable and low cost. We touch on like kid-friendly bars and breweries and places to eat, fun activities for really every season and every age group. Um, We tried to also kind of bop around the city and touch on things that you can do more like south and more in North Kansas City, Um, places to consider getting like a season pass or a membership for your kids. Um, We touch on recommendations for, like I said, all different age groups. I think really everyone will get something from this and get some good ideas from this conversation. So please enjoy and be sure to share this on Instagram if you enjoy it or share it with a friend, text them a link to the episode and be sure to tag me on Instagram at wellness for the win and or wellness for the win pod and also Kansas City Mom Collective. So let's go ahead and dive in and listen to Sarah's recommendations. Uh, I'm Sarah McGinnity, and I'm the owner of Kansas City Mom Collective, which will celebrate its 10th birthday this July. Wow. So we started as Kansas City Mom's blog when 
you know, mom blogs were kind of just coming into existence. <laughs> Instagram wasn't a thing. Um, right. But now we um, focus on family-friendly guides to Kansas City and other resources for moms um, in this area, as well as relying on our contributor team who tell you know their stories of motherhood as well. Awesome. I love that. 10 years. Wow. It's yeah. crazy how much time has flown since, yeah, oh, yeah. the, you know, and the internet kind of, <laughs> yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Since blogs kind of first started and mm-hmm. um, yeah, here we are. So that's awesome. Um, perfect. So like I was, you know, just telling you before this interview, I have so many mamas in my Kansas City community and so many people, especially this time of year, I get questions a lot like, where's the best place to go for this or this or this? And I'm like, you know, even though I've lived in Kansas City literally my entire life, I feel like I suck at like (laughs) giving recommendations like that on the spot. And like I told you too, we just get in in a rut of doing the same things over and over or just going to whatever's close and easy and convenient. And, you know, variety is good though. You know, I think we're, we're always looking for new ideas and things. And at the time that we're recording this, it's kind of the spring and we're moving into summertime soon. So I would love to start by talking about some of, you know, the options specifically for this time of year. Um, Of course, lots of questions on, you know, where to stay cool in the summer, of course, you know, as we're right now, it's like prime time, you know, we're recording this in mid-April when it's actually pleasant outside (laughs) for the most part. But when it does get extra, extra hot, we don't necessarily always want to be outside. Um, But things like, I guess let's start with some kid-friendly places to eat. Like a lot of people were wondering about like breweries or wineries or like good spots for happy hours and stuff that are kid-friendly. Well, Surveys Brewery, um, they just opened up actually a kid room. And so I'm okay. really to try that out. Um, but that is close to Shawnee and it's a women-owned brewery. Cool. And expanded. And so they have um, a kid's room with lots of stuff to do. And they, if you're not a drinker or have someone in your party that's not, they have um, sodas. Oh, fun. Um, kind of mixed in flavor by her son. And so it's it's really cool. Cool. Uh, that would be one KC Beer Company in Waldo, Brookside area. We love to um, with all the picnic tables and there's like kid stuff in the kind of beer garden out there mm-hmm. where you can your audience probably already knows about Fritz's at Crown Center for yes. a friendly place to eat. Um, we also love Spin. They have mm. kids meals on Sundays. But I think most, you know, patios are kid friendly. I feel like kids at breweries is becoming more of a like accepted thing. Um, for sure. Boulevard, their rec center downtown has a Sunday bingo with your family. It's totally kid friendly. They have like photo booths and prizes for adults and kids. Um, So that's another fun one. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Those are some good options. Casey Birko, we have not ventured down there. So that's good to know. What was the name of the first one that you mentioned? Cerveza? It's S-E-R-V-A-E-S. Okay. Gotcha. Perfect. Cool. I'll have to look that up. Awesome. So those are some good ones. What about uh, places to get like summertime passes or memberships? I know of a couple options, but I'd love to hear, you know, what other other ones that you have to maybe suggest. Um, I think Deanna Rose, if you have Littles, is an obvious choice. I think those yes. are $1 um, for the season. And new this year, you can like reserve your tickets online instead of going up to the booth. So that's a plus in my mind. Mm-hmm. The zoo, I think, especially if you're in the zoo district. So when we lived in Midtown, we always got 
a zoo membership because it's cheaper because you're paying tax for the zoo. But I feel like that's a good option. And sometimes I think when you have a membership, you don't feel as obligated to maximize your money. So if you go to the zoo and your kid melts down, you can leave. (laughs) Yes. So true. (laughs) Uh, Johnson County Museum has a pretty like affordable membership for Kidscape, um, which I think is a good for hot days. Okay. The pre-K pass at Worlds of Fun is something that I feel like a lot of people don't know about. Um, but you can I think if your kids under five, you can get a free pass for them. Okay. And so then if you're going as a family, at least that's one person you're saving a ticket for. Mm. Um, and then Wonderscope, I think, is always a good choice too, because that has all ages. So Okay. So they have a baby area, there's outdoor stuff for summer, and then you get discounts on like their camps and other things like that if you're a member. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, I've heard of Wonderscope. We have not ventured out there either. And that that kind of reminded me, you know, a lot of people have kiddos in different categories. They're like, okay, what do you do with a baby? And it's like, well, baby, you just take them wherever you go. And <laughs> and it's, you know, easy. Yeah. You know, and then people are like, okay, what about one to two year olds and three plus year olds? And then we have, you know, of course, school aged kids. So yeah, it kind of differs depending on, um, you know, the age of your kids, but you gave some good options with variety. It sounds like I'm curious, what is the like worlds of fun consist of for the little ones? Um, it's just basically a, like a membership to go to Worlds of Fun for the whole year and kids pre-K um, are free. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you'll still have to buy your adult ticket, but those kids then will be free. Okay. And, you know, the Snoopy area is perfect for... Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like vaguely coming back to me, the Snoopy area, but... I, you know, Uh I haven't been to World of Fun since way before I had kids. So (laughs) Um, never really thought about it. There are festivals, you know, like the Great Pumpkin Fest in the fall where they do like little trick-or-treating stuff. Okay. They're celebrating their big birthday this summer. So they have a big event coming up in July, I believe. Awesome. Um, So admission to all that special stuff too. Okay. Good to know. And then what about, of course, always lots of questions on parks and other outdoor activities, you know, like splash pads and things like that. Um, I know there are several good resources on Instagram, including your account as far as parks go, you know, around the the city and different areas. Um, But are there any like top ones that you like to recommend for for families? As far as like new ones, I feel like that's always fun. Um, Strang Park and Overland Park um, is right by the Central Library. Okay. That's a good like pairing, I think, for any age. It's an amazing park. And then right across the street, Central Library. So you could, you know, go to a story time and cool off and then go to that park. Meadowbrook, which I know is very popular, but they have a, and very busy, um, Mm -hmm. on the opposite side of the park, closer to Row, they have an inclusive playground that's all fenced. Okay. And so that would be good for little littles. And Antioch Park with the, that's like Antioch and kind of Shawnee Mission Parkway area that has the like old town um, in like several different playgrounds, plus the lake you can walk around. That's mm-hmm. good for like, all ages. Um, one of our favorites is the Sheila um, Kemper Park. It's down by Children's Mercy. We call it the Sea Monster Park. <laughs> it has a big sea monster with a um, pirate ship. Oh, fun. A lot of like inclusive and different kinds of equipment. And then Parkville Nature Sanctuary, um, if you're going to go up north. Okay. It's great. Um, like, easy hiking in a couple different paths you could choose. There's a waterfall. So perfect for all ages. Awesome. 
Cool. The sea monster sounds like something my kid would love. So <laughs> he's in a big monster phase right now. <laughs> so anything that resembles a monster would be a hit. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Those are all good ones. And just FYI, everyone, we will provide links of everything at the at the end and the show notes and resources that they have available as well. So don't feel like you have to be taking notes on all this stuff. <laughs> so you mentioned a couple of places to stay cool. I love the idea of like going to a library or something. Are there several libraries throughout the city that provide like story times and stuff? I guess I never thought about that as an option. Yeah. Johnson County Library. I mean, all the different systems. So Mid-Continent, and then the Kansas City Public Library, Kansas City, Kansas, Johnson, and then I think Olathe kind of has their own. Um, they all have story times, all different ages. You know, my 11-year-old and I have participated in a book club. Oh, and it fun. was during COVID, so it was on Zoom. But they're starting to do those in person, too. And so I never realized, like, I went with my, you know, baby when we lived on the plaza mm. in like, the story time. But, you know, even as they age, there's a lot of resources and opportunities. The summer reading programs are perfect. Um, often awesome. have events that go with them. But yeah, there's and it's all free. So. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's the thing is like a lot of this stuff is free, which is amazing, yeah. especially for I think of, you know, stay at home moms who, you know, want stuff to enter- entertain their kids literally like all summer long or I mean all year long, really. But um, yeah, just having some free resources and especially as they get older too. So having some of those things that are like educational as well <laughs> is a nice bonus too. Yeah. We did like, we did kinder music and I know there's lots of different options for music yeah. um, or my gym, just like a weekly thing you can take your baby or toddler to. Yeah. We've been working with kids strong. That's a new one. I think that's kind of a different option, but it they work to like build confidence and like all sorts of things like agility and strength and kids, but then also like confidence and public speaking and they combine it all. And hmm. they have classes for walking toddlers as long as they're walking up to 10 or 11. So hmm. kind of a neat option. There's one in Olathe and um, one in Overland Park. Cool. Okay. I'll have to look into that too. Gosh, so many options that I was just not aware of. I'm already learning so much. This is great. <laughs> Are you struggling with anxiety or depression, including postpartum, or even career challenges, relationships, or self-acceptance? Do you feel stuck and want to make a change? The professionals at the Counseling Collaborative are trained to help you feel more empowered to get your life on track. Voted Best of KC for Best Group Therapy Practice. Schedule an appointment with the Counseling Collaborative at thecounselingco.com. That's thecounselingco.com, founded by women for women. This is where your healing begins. I'll leave a link for you in the show notes if you want to learn more. Now back to the episode. And then what about it's this is a funny question because you mentioned, you know, a lot of the parks get crazy busy, as does everything, I'm sure, in the summertime. You know, someone asked, what is the best what are the best times to do things to avoid large crowds, which is, you know, it just depends, I'm sure. But any any tips on that? <laughs> um, I think I mean going first thing when something opens, I think. Right. You can be up early and show up when the door opens. Um, but I also think if you're, this is hard if you have a napper, but if your kid doesn't nap or has a different, you know, napping schedule, I think going during nap time works really well. Um, Cause then for sure the little people leave and yeah, <laughs> you know, like kidscape at the Johnson County Museum. Um, they've always told me their afternoon, like right after lunch when their afternoon session starts is the least like crowded. 
Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Yep. Nap time for us is around 1 p.m. So <laughs> that definitely makes sense. I'm like holding on to those nap time years because it is a good time to get things done. <laughs> Flash pads. We go to, we live near Row Park. And so, okay. I mean, this only works in July and August when it's so hot, but going like after dinner. Mm, uh, yeah. Is also because it's less hot. For I sure. People there too. Absolutely. Yes. The beauty of the summertime when you have so many more hours in the day to <laughs> to do outside stuff. Again, for those who don't go to bed at, you know, 7 p.m. like my mind does does currently. I had some questions too on do you host any like events or meetups for moms or families, you know, for kids to kind of mingle or for, you know, moms to kind of meet each other as well? Yeah, we have our community events throughout the year. So we do an Easter egg hunt, a Santa's pajama jam, um, a hanging with heroes event in September. Um, but we also are trying out this summer, a park meetup. Okay. Um, just cause we've heard kind of probably the same thing that you are that, I mean, it's post COVID. So I feel like people are ready to get out, but yeah. they're still busy. Um, so we're going to try to offer those opportunities. So we're starting park meetups okay. once a month in the summer. And then if they're popular, we'll continue. Okay. Um, trying to partner with a coffee shop near the park so that we offer free coffee and you'll just come find us in our, we have blue Kansas City Mom Collective shirts and sometimes we'll have swag and sometimes just coffee, but kind of giving that casual opportunity with no pressure. Yeah. Um, and awesome. try to move that around the metro to experience different parks. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, post-COVID, everyone is looking for that sense of community again. And And I think too, as moms, you know, if you don't have a lot of mom friends or people in your circle who have kids too, it can be really hard. So definitely a good, like you said, low pressure <laughs> way to to meet new people and just mingle and get out of the house a little bit. So I know, I know we kind of talked about, we talked about some options kind of all over the place, but I do feel like it seems, and this is probably just my perspective because I live in, you know, Overland Park. I've been in Olathe, Overland Park area, but I do know I have some people who are more up north as well. Um, you know, are there some like really hot spots to to visit, I guess, like around, of course, downtown Kansas City, things like that. I know there's, you know, Union Station and Crown Center and things, um, but any other options kind of more up north? So we like get nerfed in Liberty. Oh, okay. That is nerf gun battle room basically okay super fun and I think we had kids there from I mean preschool to teenage mm -hmm. they just have to be respectful of the yeah <laughs> I think right now they're only open on the weekends um, okay they're like free play or they have birthday parties too but it was super fun and the parents were involved too they have like a wall where you can pack out your nerf gun and then different like things to hide behind. It was fun. <laughs> Parkville Na Nature Sanctuary, but also just like Parkville in general. Mm -hmm. We have a guide on our site for that, but just like a day in Parkville. We always like taking our kids to City Market in the River Market. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, there's nothing specific. They do some events and some of them are, you know, targeted to kids, but just like all the smells in the site. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Lots Rosa. to see. <laughs> Dona Rosa has a lot of kid focused events. Um, okay. North Park, um, and then they have a Central Park, and so they do different things throughout the summer. That's where our Hanging with Heroes event is, and then I think Downtown Lee Summit too. Mm. Is, there's amazing stuff there. There's an old fashioned ice cream like parlor. Um, they have really good parks in Lee Summit, but just you know, I try to on my ambitious days like pick 
a location not near me. And once you drive there and you do several things, it feels worth like the drive away from mm-hmm, here. For sure. Just making like an intentional effort to yes. get to know some of those other areas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've heard some things about Lee Summit kind of being like an up and coming spot and that it's growing a lot and they have new, new fun things. So for my Lee Summit people who who feel like their area is not getting enough credit, <laughs> this is your Summit shout out. Summit is great. Like yeah. date night or like is like a just fun day. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. We'll have to definitely venture out there a little bit. We have, I, I you can't, probably can't tell from where you're sitting or where I'm sitting, but I have a, a baby in my belly <laughs> coming very soon. I'm 36 weeks today. Um, so, so we'll have, you know, a toddler to entertain this summer, but also, you know, a little newborn in tow who won't have a say and will be hopefully easy to take, you know, here and there. But yeah, just good reminders to, to kind of explore new places. You mentioned with the Nerf place, that mm-hmm. it's a good place for birthday parties, which kind of reminded me, are there any other suggestions that you have as far as like birthday party places, like event spaces or, um, you know, good spots to kind of do birthday parties for different age groups? Yeah. I mean, I think like Urban Air and Sky Zone are always popular. Wonderscope does parties. One of my favorites that we've, we haven't done a party here, but we create studio, which is currently in mission. Okay. But- started by a local mom and it's an art studio and they have really good like classes for Mm -hmm. different groups and they have like free art time but they do birthday parties where they like do an art project oh fun and it's i feel like more curated and personal um at one of our events we just had casey bubble um company and he actually comes it was so popular it was at our egg tent he comes with his like little suv and they do these bubbles that like massive huge bubbles but then just like a lot of them and the kids yeah. so they can oh my gosh way and do that that's yeah. super fun yeah awesome perfect another thing that Rhett would love so <laughs> and something that just crossed my mind would be um and this I guess would be more like school aged or a little bit older kids but like rock KC with the mm-hmm. rock climbing walls they have one cuz I'm trying to think of their locations I know they have one here in Olathe is there one like in kind of more up north I think I think there's several places that do that yeah, yeah I I'm trying to think cuz I know I think that they have like some some options for kids too and that just randomly crossed my mind so I wanted to to plug that out there if not it's a great option for adults as well it's it's a fun place to go rock climbing if you want to explore that but top golf would be another one oh um, yeah for, they have like a kids package and they do kids camps too oh fun okay also like your community centers like matt ross or um, the y you know they all have different options we go to the jewish community center in overland park and they have we just had like a soccer party oh fun and it was amazing because it was inside and they like facilitated the whole thing and you can choose Hmm. different sports or different there's a PE one or it's just like PE games and (laughs) so lots of fun options awesome perfect and then like I said you know this is going to come out more around the summer and springtime ish but podcasts live forever and sometimes people as as a podcast listener myself I know I randomly go back to people's old episodes and listen so there's definitely a chance that people could listen to this during like the holiday season um so I thought it'd be fun to also talk about some options for the holidays um like around you know fall Halloween we kind of talked about a few of those um and then of course like best places to go for Christmas activities for kids light shows displays things like that so I guess let's start off with more of the the fall festival slash Halloween kind of stuff so 
Johnson Farms is one of our favorites, but um, Fun Farm North okay. is also a really good kids one. Um, those are great for fall. Lewisburg Cider Mill, I feel like, is always a yes. Favorite. That's like the iconic Kansas City photo. Yes. <laughs> always <laughs> packed, but fun. <laughs> um, Worlds of Fun has their little uh, great pumpkin fest. So that's a good one. I think what else for fall? We love Casey or not Casey Wine Co. Um, although they do have a, they, a little fun uh, Halloween thing, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, but we typically go to to Lewisburg, but we've we need to go to the Johnson Farms one because I've heard that that has lots of fun stuff. Yeah, it's I like that one a lot. Um, and the family that owns it is fantastic. So awesome, perfect. So that's always a nice bonus. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then what about? favorite activities or things for Christmas and like light displays and stuff like that. I mean, I think you can't do Christmas in Kansas city without going to crown center. Yes. Um, agreed. Iconic <laughs> thing. Um, the mayor's Christmas tree is there. And then um, all the like wooden play. It's always nice when you get that random 60 degree day in December and you can run down there. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is actually open till the end of February. So yeah. You, it's not just a Christmas time thing. Holiday Reflections at Union Station, I feel like, is a newer to the scene. Um, and that. Oh, yeah, that's the one with all the trains, right? And well, that, that's at like the end, but they they block off that great hall. Um, mm-hmm. And so you have to pay to go in. But then, I mean, we paid for the first time last year to do it, and I thought it was worth it. Like, okay. Um, yeah. Beautiful decorations, but then there's some interactive stuff and um, it felt worth it. Yeah, I think that's what we did this year. Um, I'm trying to think if that's what it was called, but I'm pretty sure. And it had like a bunch of trains and stuff that my toddler loved. So, yeah. And we love the Luminary Walk at the Arboretum. Yes. But Nelson Atkins also does one. Okay. Um, and then there's several, I mean, drive through lights. Um our most popular post, though, on our site every year is our neighborhood lights guide. Oh, yeah. Like just keeping it simple and grabbing hot chocolate and picking an area of town and driving around and going to all the light. Like hot yeah, stuff. totally agree. I know because I'm trying to think what's the one that's so popular and oh my gosh, it's escaping me. I think it's a little bit more north, but I know that like a couple years ago we went before we had a baby and or before we had a child and it was like an hour long wait in line. Longview Lake. Yes, that was it. Yeah, I yes. haven't done it, but I feel like that's all I see on social media is how long someone waited to get in. Yeah. Yes, it's it's so beautiful and fun and I know my my son would love it, but like the wait with a toddler is just not realistic. So, yeah, I agree. Going through the neighborhoods is a great idea. And just like riding in the car. And then that way you can just decide, you know, what's what's worth it or not. I know like Candy Cane Lane and Prairie, Prairie Village is a cute, cute little area. Um, but yeah, there's definitely spots all over the the town that really go all out, which is fun. Yeah. And last year we actually got a hotel room one night and stayed at, I think we stayed at the Sheridan at Crown Center. Okay. Just did like Union Station and Crown Center and made it. Yeah, that's super fun. A little staycation. That actually was my was my next question was places to stay. So that's a good segue. So 
you know, for people, like I said, a lot of my listeners are people who are living locally and, um, but I always get questions from followers who are coming to Kansas city to visit for whatever reason and looking for family friendly places to stay or things to do. Um, so for people who are not from here or again, for people who want to do like a little staycation or something, what are some of your favorite spots for places to stay as far as like hotels or, you know, of course I think of like places like Great Wolf Lodge or something. I don't know if there's more places that are similar to that kind of vibe. Um, but any options that you like? Yeah. Um, we have a staycation like section on our site with ideas. We did one at the um, 21C Museum Hotel. Okay. Town, um, that was kid friendly. And then we kind of just explored the downtown area. And kind of like we said earlier, I think for staycation, at least picking the area where you're going to go. Right. And then just trying to explore around the areas if you were a tourist, but for people coming from out of town, I think always picking like a pool. Yeah. Um, you know, there's several embassy suites, Overland park or on the plaza, the inn at Meadowbrook is a pricier option, but they yeah. do have a, um, like family room with bunk beds and like, oh, fun. have a lot of people. South Moreland on the plazas, a bed and breakfast. Um, okay. It's better probably for like a date weekend. <laughs> and Lee Summit has a couple bed and breakfasts too. So I think, but I can't think of anything as good as Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> right. As far as like actual activities and things that, that, yeah. Yeah, totally. And the inn at Meadowbrook, that is such a beautiful area. And it's a nice, like, kind of central location too. So I feel yeah. like for people who are coming from out of town, like you said, you know, obviously consider your budget and stuff, but it would be nice to be able to kind of be more centrally located if you're wanting to explore you know, options more south and north and, you know, and then kind of stay somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I think people get from out of town, usually like Crown Center or Union Station, at least with families, that's where they gravitate to. Yeah, totally. And so we do get a lot of questions on our site about where can I go, um, which those are always the first recommendations because I feel like that is like the the Kansas City experience, but right. so much. Mm -hmm. say any of the places we've talked about and experience. Yeah. And totally different stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, again, I'm, I'm biased cause I'm like a suburb kind of person, <laughs> but I'm like, there's so much to do, like, you know, more South in the suburbs and stuff more than people realize. I think, especially yeah. sometimes with kiddos, it's easier to have, you know, places with like a parking lot, for example, versus like, you know, parking garages or parking on the street, that kind of stuff. So obviously again, depends on the age of your kids and stuff, but um, yeah, good, good options all over the city. That is for sure. If you are listening to this episode, you most likely have a little one. So I wanted to share about a brand that we have used and loved since Rhett was a tiny baby, and that is Tubby Todd. You've probably heard of them. They are famous for their all-over ointment, but they have tons of other products too, like bath soaps and shampoos, diaper cream, sunscreen, and they have stuff for babies and toddlers and even products for mamas. So when Rhett was a little baby and had cradle cap on his forehead, their all-over ointment was really helpful with that, and it was also great for other dry patches that he would get on his skin. And we continue to use and love all of their bath soaps and shampoos, and they have so many yummy scents, but the best part is that they're all super gentle and don't irritate his sensitive skin. Their Sweet Cheeks diaper paste is also a favorite. It works like a charm on diaper rash. And one of their other products that I love is their mineral sunscreen, especially the face stick, because if you have a toddler, you know how challenging it can be to get them to sit still for 10 seconds. So this is super quick and easy to apply. And they also have a mineral mist as well that I've been eyeing, because once again, that sounds easier 
to put on than rubbing on cream. So if you're interested in trying any of the Tubby Todd products, you can use my affiliate link in the show notes and get 10% off your purchase. I hope you and your little ones will love them too. Awesome. Well, gosh, I know we've covered a lot of good good ground. And you mentioned too, you have tons of resources available on your site and everything. Are there any other common requests or questions you get from people or just some of your, like you mentioned, your top posts is on just like the neighborhood Christmas lights, for example. Any other like top three or five, you know, resources that you guys have that people should should definitely check out? Um, I think our, our parks guide is always one of our top ones along with the splash pad guide. Just... Like you said, you know, you kind of get stuck in a rut and there's so much out there um, to experience. So I think that would be one I would direct you to um, hiking guides. Oh, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people, at least our family, like started hiking during COVID because there was nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, But it was really fun because there's so many like really cool areas. Yeah. um, That don't necessarily look like Kansas. I mean, there's a cave park or cave area in Raytown. Cave okay. Park where you can like crawl in a cave and hmm. um, it's just really cool. Um, so we like hiking guides and then I think our museum guides, you know, we always go to the same ones, but like the money museum, which is a free option and just other besides, you know, the, the usuals like Nelson Atkins and those are great, but sure. there's a lot of museums. There's a TWA museum up North by the downtown airport. That would be great for kids that we just might not think of. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check out the hiking one. That that intrigues yeah. me for sure. What are some other options that you can think of off the top of your head as far as the hiking, hiking goes? Uh-huh. Shawnee Mission Park has the different colored like trails, like the red trail, the blue trail. They're a little bit longer, but they there's lots to see, especially during different seasons. Um, sure. I mean, spring and fall are, I think, the best just because then you're not worried about ticks as much. Yeah, very yeah. true. <laughs> Which freaks me out, but <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, Kill Kill Creek Park. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty far west. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one. Woke Park by the zoo. There's a lot of trails um, back in there too. Parkville Nature Sanctuary again. That's a good one for starting out. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, a lot more than I ever realized. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, yeah. This makes me want to make like a little bucket list for the summer of like things that we absolutely need to do, even if it's like 10 or 15 things. I mean, gosh, that's like, yeah, just would be helpful to to get out and about. And it's you're even more motivated, I feel like, with kids to like go out and do those things, you know, to to give them those experiences and, and do new things. So I appreciate the the kind of motivation. <laughs> Another good one I just thought of was um the children's beanstalk garden. Okay. And Where's that? It's down in Swope Park. Um it's by the Kansas City Gardens, but it's okay. just a kids garden um and then you can go through a self-guided tour they'll do tours and you can like touch plants and taste plants oh fun Um, they have a couple festivals throughout the summer too but that's a really good one that's easy and cheap and kind of a different part of the city yeah Awesome. Perfect. And another thing I just thought of too, because of the picture on the wall behind you (laughs) is like, maybe is that Kauffman Stadium? It looks like there's obviously, you know, sports around Kansas City. That's always a good option. Um, Again, depending on ages of your kiddos and stuff and depending on their uh, patience level and things. But I know like with Royals, for example, we went last year or I guess I'm trying to think of when that was. 
it was actually like September or October, um, maybe September. I think I was very newly pregnant with this child. Um, mm-hmm. But we went early last fall and it was fun because there's like, you know, I mean, just in general, they can run around the stands if the if it's empty, which sometimes it is. Um, but they also have like the playground at the Kauffman Stadium and stuff. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know of other options. Gosh, what is it? Like the T-Bones or something? Is that like a kid-friendly They're option? the Monarchs now. Oh, okay. But that... Those are really kid-friendly games, too. Um, sure. Okay. And they have a playground there, too, and different, like, kid food options. Okay. Sporting KC, I think there's options to make that family-friendly. I mean, mm-hmm. KC Current. Yep. I've seen lots of my friends with especially little girls, you know, going. And yeah. Just so cool to, that we have them. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but then there's other stuff like college basketball experience. That's a good one for, like, older or True. elementary school kids. But some of that stuff, we have lots of sports. Nagerly's Baseball Museum, that's a good one. Once your kids can, it's a lot of reading, but mm-hmm. um, we took our kids a couple of years ago and they were able to, you know, understand. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. It's good to know the options of things that we'll, you know, be able to utilize down the road because yes. time flies and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, they're in school. And <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about that quite yet, but it's good to know there's options. <laughs> yeah. One of our favorite things is the um, streetcar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pick it up at the Central Library in downtown, kind of near the River Market. Mm-hmm. And that's a great, they have a great kids section at that library. Yeah. Um, and then you can take it down and get off like at the Union Station, stop and do stuff around there and then go back. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The the streetcar in itself, I think, would be very exciting for, yeah, for little ones. Ride that around <laughs> yeah. Go for an afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like my son would think it's like a train, which would be very uh-huh. exciting. So, yeah, my kids yes. feel like they're in a really big city. So, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Um, yeah, that reminds me, you know, someone suggested like Fritz's, like you mentioned earlier, the Fritz's Railroad Restaurant. Um, someone said My Play Cafe and Gardener, which is like apparently a new coffee shop with a play area for young kids. Bull Creek Distillery was another one someone mentioned, which we love. Um, it does have a great green space for kiddos to kind of run around and they often have live music and stuff as well. I'm trying to think of where that is considered like Lewisburg kind of or not Lewisburg. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely closer out our direction. Um, but it's a fun, fun place, good food, good vibes kind of thing. Um, inspired cafe is another fun one in like Overland park where I think you can also have a membership to that kind of place as well, um, Mm -hmm. for like indoor play. So another good option for staying out of the summer heat for those who are curious about that one. Yeah. I think that was a great, you know, just reminder of so many of the amazing things that we have available here in Kansas city. And again, for those listening who are not local to Kansas city, it's a, it's a great place to be. (laughs) So yeah, I think people are like becoming more aware of KC. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's becoming more of a destination for a lot of things, um, which is really cool and exciting for our city. But yeah, hopefully, you know, this will help for people who are coming into town for whatever reason to, you know, check out some of the fun things we have to offer. For sure. And thank you for all you do to kind of like raise awareness about all these fun things. And um, again, all the resources that you put out. So can you Please tell people where people can find you, follow your accounts and stay up to date on all the fun Kansas City things that you share. Um, And also, do you have anything like new and exciting coming up that you'd like to share with the listeners besides maybe those monthly meetups you mentioned? So we have our Hanging with Heroes event September 30th um, at Zona Rosa. Okay. We have um, actually the the heroes from Comic-Con come. Oh, fun. And so 
you know, there's a high quality, you know, Spider-Man, <laughs> you, know, you know, whoever we get for that day. Yeah. Um, and so that's super fun. And then we also have like community heroes. So police and fire and awesome. Um, different activities like that. And that's a free event. And then this November, we're gonna have Casey mom and baby, which will be for new moms, new and expecting moms, and just a way to connect with resources um, for that stage of life. So perfect. And we are KansasCityMomCollective.com. And then we're same on um, Facebook and Instagram. We also have our um, Kansas City Mom cast, which is our podcast that we started, I guess, a year and a half ago. Awesome. And so we interview local moms and then talk about resources in Kansas City specifically for moms. Perfect. And I'll be sure, again, like I said, I'll link everything for you guys in the show notes so you can just scroll down and click on everything and find her and find all their resources. And yeah, just thank you so much again for your time and sharing all this fun stuff with us. Thanks for inviting us. I hope you enjoyed this episode and took away some tips or wisdom that you can apply to boost your health and happiness starting today. If you did, I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review to help other women like you find my show and get inspired to start living a life they love. Also, take a quick screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at wellness for the win so I can see why you love today's show. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time.